accessing library computer data. Hi everyone, um, this is just a quick monologue to say we experienced some sound technical difficulties whilst recording this episode. It specifically happens 30 minutes in, roughly, where the sound actually skips over part of our conversation. It's actually when I am um, explaining why I chose a clip from our Shuttle to Transporter Ratio episode earlier in the year. Um, it was basically a hypothetical uh, which I came up with during the episode where I said to Simon, what would you rather uh, travel by, shuttle or transporter? And clever Simon being clever Simon, he said, well, shuttle, because you get a transporter as well. Um, so, yeah, I just um, wanted to kind of explain this here. Uh, and, yeah, we hope you enjoy the episode and we'll see you all in the new year. Hi guys, welcome to this another Issue Engage podcast. I'm Simon, and with me as ever is Jamie. Hello! For one last round of 2018, so as you can tell by the title, it's Yearbook 2018. Yeah, you uh, can tell. Yeah. Because it's 2018. <laughs> yeah, so obviously we're winding down now from the end of the year. Um, After that amazing episode that we just did, which is incredible, mm. just thank them all for coming on because that's. Yeah, so thank you to everyone that said took part in that. We really do appreciate it. And it's, as I said, I, I think it's kind of incredible. I said we've reached a hundred, reached a hundred episodes. So hundred one now. Yes. So, um, but obviously, you know, as usual, this year will be obviously me and Simon's favourite moments talking about them. Um, but with a little bit of a difference this time, where instead yeah, we of we still have the same revisos on it, some bits would be. Yeah, some Quite bits. as hell. Some would be yeah. regular volumes. So yeah, the the the, just the quality in terms of different sections will be as you, as Simon said, it will be the same as it is with our old stuff. It won't be as good, and with obviously our newer stuff, the sound quality is better. Um, but instead of doing three sections, which would be the lost files with just me and Simon, the practice with all what would be me and Simon used to be Phil, and then obviously when we went live this time, we, we thought we'd just streamline it and just go. Old stuff, old files, and life stuff, yeah. just to make life easier. Because I think, just like we did with the quiz earlier in New York, we just sat there and went, "What's the point? Yeah. Let's just make it easier for ourselves." One of them, we're running out of content anyhow, so we yeah. might as well throw it in with the other one. Um, so accordingly, I rejigged the figures a bit so that it still works out to being, I think it's about 45 minutes total. Buffly, yeah, in terms of so clips that we've got. So per section, we both got allocated 22 and a half minutes, I think that's what I told you, yeah. I think. Yeah. And it roughly, subsequently, that's yeah. what we've got. It roughly reaches that. I think it might be a few minutes off, but it's about It's, it's vaguely around the same area as it yeah. was previously, so, which is what I wanted to aim, aim for. Um, so... Yeah, it's, there's not very much else to say because I think it's just kind of the same sort of thing, just slightly different. Yeah. Um, so it should be an awful lot easier, and I still won't remember what the hell we're doing. <laughs> no, so um, what we've got obviously for um, section one um, Lost Files. Yes. Um, my let's one. Let's go vintage. Yeah, let's go vintage. And we really are going vintage this time because I've done my usual stunt. I've just nabbed everything from <laughs> our former um, season reviews, which were used to be called in the oldie days, best, best episodes of whatever. whatever. It was yeah. Season one of whatever series we were doing at that particular time. Hmm. But Jamie's, oh my god, you really have gone to town and yeah, because. You've gone somewhere. I don't think I've ever gone. I've I've sort of raised them from my memory hmm. because you might know. I actually have a clue what we're talking about this year because we've actually, as we as we've done a few times this year, gone. Duh! Why haven't we done that in the past? <laughs> we're looking at the descriptions on Jamie's computer in front of us, so I can actually tell what the hell we're doing. Yeah, what what clips are what? So rather than doing my memory, so I actually know what. We're roughly doing yeah because every year it kind of happens I don't, I don't quite know why it's just uh, you know, you've got good memory stuff but when it comes to the yearbook it just goes out the window but it's fine I mean this is um, obviously you know something it's helpful it's helpful yeah it's like why did we do this years ago but we, we got there um your one you were talking about your one Joe. yeah wouldn't um, it be worth to start right at the yeah, beginning uh, literally so, right at the beginning right at the beginning and you couldn't get any more yeah, old. earlier yeah. yeah Um. well yeah, obviously we've got for this section we've got two clips here so two for me two for Simon 
my two are the first one is intro and series overview so the very we have I, I think we have mentioned it briefly yeah but we've never gone into yeah. it in great detail um, this is literally just us talking about um, how how we got into Star Trek which is this this is something that's come up before we, we've done well we did that in pre-recorded episodes um, yeah pre-release pre, pre, pre yeah um, so that's kind of which is stemmed from that yeah so thing. that's kind of where it's from so it's just it, it basically in a nutshell just describes how me and Simon got into it what we think of it and I just think it just sums us up really quite nicely so that's kind of why I chose it and it's a very much where we were because I think back then we were totally different mm. we, well I'd say I think I was very fairly similar but mm. I think you listen to that and you go oh my god they don't have a clue what, what they're doing so that was the first one the other one was um, another one from our first very, very um, me and Tom did memory alpha random do page game yeah you really do <laughs> I've actually picked a clip or two from that before one of our previous yearbooks this one is so similar where I was getting like some really nice stuff I think I got um, talking about Simon Tarzis from um, Drop the Drumhead um, and oh so that might come up later <laughs> yes and Simon got uh, what was it grain grain processing something damn awful yeah <laughs> I think during the during the the, the occupation <laughs> um, the Cardassian occupation of Bajor it's just Simon getting frustrated again because he's getting something like, crap and I got something really good and it's have just... they had the entirety of that before or has that never seen light of day I don't think don't think we haven't released that as a pre-recorded it's um they've, I, I think, think they've been interesting listening because I think man of all, all yeah. the crap that I got in that one yeah. and even me trying to get around it by going why don't we switch or, or switch around but, and I still got all for one yeah so. yeah <laughs> yeah so that's that's another clip from that same episode but I just thought again it was just a funny moment which I just wanted to kind of include in there and obviously your ones um, I did trivia from where no one has gone before, when where, where no man has gone before. Yeah, from I know because I I was hearing a <laughs> correction there, um, and I thought that was just quite a nice bit of trivia because I can't quite remember what it was about. But um, you mentioned you've because uh, I said we 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 listened to the clips recently. I've listened listened I listened to them quite recently. I think you did as well, didn't you? Um, and I think you were talking about it's the only time you see the type three phaser. That, yeah. yeah. That's a great thing. Yeah. And we talk obviously about a bit about the episode Kirk's shirt getting ripped and about how cute Elizabeth Denner was. That, we quite liked. Yeah. I think that, yeah. that was a. I think that was the main. That's the main staple <laughs> of us. Yeah. And I think. Um, we're, and then and his gravestone maybe that he's yeah. got an R instead of a. Yeah. T, and I think we were trying to remember about what they had it was the extra sensory perception because we got a bit because like what was it they had again? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I've always liked that one. It's just so. <laughs> It's a, it's a fun, it's a fun little fun bit we had, but it also said nice you bit of trivia. You tend to delve into memory if I always do the season reviewy ones. I that's mm. why I tend to. You look at my list and it's five billion for season reviews and not much for anything else. But yours is completely opposite. And then my other one is from the Voyage because we did two originally. We did an original one, and then we for whatever reason I then decided you know what Jamie that was a bit that wasn't great. Let's remake it. So we actually mm. did two Voyage ones, and it's from that one. And my reasoning behind why Janeway's Red Room was so freaking huge, which I still bothers me. Yeah. And I came up with the idea that she's got shelving in there, and it's full of volumes of the Prime Directive in, like, hardback, leather-bound. <laughs> she's probably got them in paper copies as well. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so that's obviously... Um... Well, that's from, again, as you say, so we've got a nice mixture there of something that's, that, you know, made us laugh, but also a nice bit of trivia and just a few serious bits in there as well. So kind of a nice little mixture, I think, we've got I think there. it's an interesting choice going for that original original. I think that's a really interesting thing because I, I, hmm. I haven't gone near that. I think hmm. I may have listened to it, but I haven't gone near that thing since since we did it and that's mm -hmm. going back some years didn't you actually um, didn't you actually pick a couple of bits though from it for one of our clips on previous year but I think you had a couple of bits in there just I think when like you were talking about um, oh what was it about the warp core going up and then you had to turn it Bernard McGee was it I think no I think that was from Voyager I don't think oh was that oh Biggie Pond okay Biggie Pond I don't know. Yeah, fair enough then so yeah you haven't obviously then you've just confused everyone because I don't think I've actually 
I'm not sure if I've ever brought that up before. My imaginary character, though. I think he might have done, but well, I drink bloody lava lamp. Yeah. So um, yeah. So that's obviously our um, section one clips, guys. So uh, yeah. Hope you enjoy. Hello, welcome to the first episode of the Engage podcast. I am Solomon. And I am Jamie. Um, this episode, we're just going to have a brief summary of all the series. Basically, all the Star Trek series, so from the original straight through to Enterprise. And we're also going to show why we became Star Trek fans in the first place. Yeah, so basically how we did become Star Trek fans. So, should we... Should we um, yeah, should we get on with it? <laughs> should we talk about that first, what, how we became Star Trek fans? Yeah. Okay. Basically, um, I became a Star Trek fan in I think it was 2005 and six when Simon had been pushing me for a nagging me for over a year to get into it. I didn't really wasn't interested at first. I just thought strange looking aliens doing strange things. <laughs> My dad, who's also a Star Trek fan, tried to get me into it. Then me and Simon made a deal where basically we would I would watch a, a next gen film, which would be First Contact, and he would watch um, the Final Destination film, which is a horror franchise, not very good. And <laughs> you still watch it though? <laughs> yeah, it's good face. Good fun, silly, but there you go. And so we both did it. We both took up the yeah. end of bargain. And I liked First Contact. I thought it was a really good film. And then he, well, watched Nemesis. That was really good. And I started borrowing from you the next gen DVDs. Just it just went snowballed from there. I just gradually just fell for it. I think one of the reasons I did was because it was like a whole new world, isn't it? Sort of, you know. When you're looking at it from an outsider's point of view, you sit there going, "You weird people." Mm. But once you get into it, you see the game. It's is, actually quite sensible. It's quite cool as well. You know, it's just a whole new world, new things that happen, and I miss that feeling of an episode where there'd be a revelation. I'd be like, "What the heck? What's going on?" It's like I miss that. That was quite fun to watch when it was, I first showed you that. I yeah, think. yeah. Um, and I have to say, you know, that's that's how I got into Star Trek. I mean, Simon got me into Next Gen. Deep Space Nine to some degree. Yeah, I think I actually Voyager first though before DS Nine. My father got me into the, uh, into Voyager. Um, I've watched some of the original, though not much, and Enterprise, very little at all. But uh, that's basically how I uh, got into Star Trek, and I've been a fan ever since. So. Uh, I, on the other hand, have been here since, been a Star Trek fan, that is, since 98, 99, when I was 8 or 9, as it happened. Very young, yeah. And, as may, many of you will know, that's mainly the height of Star Trek, when you had, in the next gen, original mm-hmm. series had been and gone. That had been and gone. Uh, the Voyager, was 98, so Voyager was halfway through, wasn't it, that series, and... Yeah, and then you... DS9 was just coming back to come to an end, back up season. Yeah, three. so we had that, all that, all that going on, and, yeah, from a young child, from young child's point of view, it's kind of all big flashy, big starships, yeah. fights, and wars, and... And of course, not understanding a clue of it. But no, but it was it was it was enjoyable anyway. Yeah, <clears> so <throat> I just watched it and didn't have a clue of it until I was ten or eleven. Then I got it. Mm. Then it became a passion of mine. Lots of point where it's kind of you know, I quite like the history. So I look back to the past of where we've been, present day, and Star Trek where we're gonna what we're gonna become. Because what's interesting, the, t- the different times me and Simon obviously became Star Trek fans is for Simon it was a hype of Star Trek. You'd go and get your, your vi- uh, you know, when it was on video, you'd be really excited. Whereas for me, it's already all available. So it's different eras. I mean, I mean, t- to my mind, I, I love that f- sort of first feeling when I rushed out to get the d- DVD. Even though it's available, I was really, when I was first watching the seasons and but um, yeah I think the best time to be a Star Trek fan was that it's actually high and I, I wish I got into it many years ago it's always been a bit of a regret happen, so. but whatever yeah. way you get into it you've still got that discovery yeah it's like a whole new world as I said before it's like a whole new world it was interesting it was fun it was it was just different it's just like watching Avatar yes because I watched that I know it's going to sound terrible I watched that last week never seen it before never watched it well, what did you think of it I thought it was amazing. Mm. It's the same sort of thing you get from Star Trek, where it's... I mean, yeah, it was a bit... Avatar was a bit cliche cheesy, but the special effects were amazing. Yeah, yeah, go on. You just get the same thing, this mm. whole new world, which you you don't know what you're going to expect. You've heard it's amazing and all this, and mm. you look at it from an outside point of view, telling everyone, oh, no, 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 I don't want to hear anything. Mm. Then when you finally get into it, you go, actually, 
everyone's been right because you hear these films where they've gone it's brilliant it's fantastic and it's well, terrible do you want to do the next two as well considering i read that one out <laughs> that was a hard one come on no it was no, i'm just saying is it oh as, as... dear god almighty <laughs> You know, this sort of reminds me of our trivia podcast, actually, where I was getting all the easy ones and you were getting all the hard ones. It's not hard, but it's just like, really? That's what I mean, you're getting all the, what the, don't have a clue, boring ones, or I'm getting the really good ones, uh, yeah. Um, do you want to read this one out, then? What, what my got? one? Yeah, or do you want me to do another one? Uh, do yours. I think uh, everyone will be bored to death in my one. <laughs> You don't want to know, trust me. Oh, I look forward to it right, when you get to it. Um, okay, my one. Oh, Simon Tarzis. Um, oh, the drumhead. Yeah, actually. Medical technician? Yeah, he was, um, well, Simon Tarzis was human, he was one quarter of one, but originally from the Martian colonies. He had long been interested in serving in Starfleet, but he decided to release his normal He couldn't be bothered to go to Starfleet Academy, so he just signed up as an unranked member of... Un, it wasn't it? Like, unofficial, wasn't it? It's just a yeah. general crew member. Yeah, so background information, actually. Oh, it's quite a bit here. <coughs> um, Simon was played by Anthony Spencer Guy in his first two... First of two Star Trek appearances. Two? Was, What's the other one? Well, actually, just have a look. Has it got another reference, another episode in there? Maybe. Uh, what does say? The script for the drama describes Tarzan as simply a mild figured humanoid. Uh, this episode established in dialogue that Tarzan was the listed criminal not gone to the Starfleet Academy, therefore he wore black collar. This um, lack of ranking insignia for crewmen and non-commissioned officers was used throughout uh, DS9 and Voyager, although chief petty officers were, were diff assigned different insignia. It was not revealed what punishment, if any, Tarzis might receive for lying in his documentation. It was only mentioned it might mean the end of his career. I don't think he did, though. No. Uh, I, think, I think Picard put a good word in for him, so I think he stayed on the ship. He's actually... Um, it's a bit about uh, a pop, uh, apocrypha here. It talks about, basically, he, he was in a video game called Star Trek, Starship Creator. Um, basically, it was a personnel file of his. Um... He also appears in actually uh, in one of the Star Trek DS9 books I recently read. Um, he was in uh, the DS9 two-part relaunch novel Avatar, set in 2376. He's assigned to DS9 uh, under Julian Bashir, who leaves him in charge of the station's infirmary while he conducts a three-month mission in the Gamma Quadrant. So, oh, he also appears in another DS9 novel, Warpath, set in 2377 which I've not uh, actually read yet, where he develops an innovative treatment involving nanotechnology, genetronic replication and cybernetic regeneration that repairs the interest... Well, oh, I'm just basically making... I'm just basically spoiling this for myself. It's just spoiled with Lieutenant Mo Laren after she's brutally assaulted by a rogue Gemini observer named Taranatar. Good. Why on earth would he do that? Does she die? Uh, uh, no, she repairs her spine. But basically, where I'm up to at the moment, um, basically, um, this, 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 um, uh, Jeremy Dawes at the station is observing, basically, the African species sent by Odo from the Great Link, but, basically, I'll just ruin this spoiler. There's another one here as well to do with another novel, Star Trek novel, but it's probably, I'm not going to read it, because I was not spoil it for myself. So, yeah, there's, there's some other information, but I'm not going to read it all. Otherwise, we'll be here forever, so... What's your, what's your terrible one then? Can I just firstly, before I say anything, you've won it by about 100 million light years. <coughs> Secondly, I've yeah. got Grain Processing Centre with Centre spelt wrong. Grain Processing Grain Centre. Grain. The Grain Processing Centre was an installation located in a settlement assumed on the planet Bajor. It was like use in the production of grain. In 2369, Keiko freaking Brian took her students from the school on DS9 to Pro Grain Processing Centre on Brajo for a food trip. And that's Sorry. from the episode Dramas Personae, whatever you call it. Barbatus Persona. Move on, Sorry. move on. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, do you want to get your bell out? <laughs> 
Is that all I've got? Oh, Jesus Christ. Another rubbish one of you. So let me get this straight. You've had what? You've had bacteria, music, rain. What was the other one? I had a bit bacteria, and then I had um, that DS9 episode. What, do, 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 do you reckon that, that came extra? Do you reckon that came through with the Prime Directive book? No, I think she made them up. I think she just replicated them. And that's why they. That's why she. That's why they was rationing. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we never saw the pamphlets, so. I mean, maybe they just kept them hidden. Maybe they read them when they went to. Again, it's a bit like uh, Jane Way's um, seven volumes of Prime Directive. You never see it, but they're there. Well, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, in terms of the Prime Directive, I will be honest, you did quite it quite often. But in a situation like that, it's important that they stick to their principles. You know, because without that, what else do they have? Nothing. Yeah. And as you said before, if, you know, if they went the way of Captain Ransom, they would have come, you know, they would have been, they would have destroyed themselves. So maybe Jamie was a bit annoyed in quite a Prime Directive sometimes. But it was, a, it was an important part of who they were as a crew and in getting home. I suppose. Yeah. Well, at least that's what I think anyway, but, you know. But she was a bit annoyed sometimes in quite a Prime Directive. She did go on a bit, I'll give you that. Yeah. You know, I bet, you know, I wonder if um, when they got back home in Starfleet recorded the books at all. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, it probably would have actually been, well, they probably would have been like, well done, Jamie, for sticking to the part of the directive, you know, well done. So, but, um, yeah, I think Phaedra's a great episode for all those reasons, you know. And again, as I said, I liked um, when they entered the asteroids, and it's actually um, the reflections off, off the walls of the asteroid, isn't it? And they use the, the these phases, like a searchlight, don't they? We go on to our next one. One of our favourites, I think. Yeah, and it's one I'm definitely going to put up as one of the best. I so I think I might put that in there as well. Where no man has gone before. Yep. So, right before the Great Barrier, they come across a boy from the SS Valiant, if I recall. Yeah. And it's got a stress school in it. They managed to read out, and it's all about. What's it called? Um, oh, sight, sight readings. Yeah, it's something. <coughs> oh, what's it called? Um, oh, blind me. I'm trying to remember what it was called. Uh, Extrasensory perception. That's that was it. it. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Extrasensory perception. And the valiant was destroyed because the captain didn't want members of his crew who had extreme cases of it from becoming power hungry. Want to put that was that it, way. yeah. Because the captain destroyed his own ship, didn't they? And after going through the, the Great Barrier, the Enterprise comes across the same problems with um, two members of his crew. One. So it's Gary Mitchell, his old friend, and... A uh, so, uh, psychologist as well. What did I close that? I don't know. <laughs> We're just checking out now. So they both... Dr Elizabeth Denner. That's her name, yeah. quite cute. Yes, she is, isn't she? Yeah. And after a while, Gary it ends gets up worse and yeah. worse and more power crazed, and and he starts seeing as basically insects, and they have to try and obviously deal with him. So they take him to an uninhabited mine colony where he kills a few members of the crews, obviously. And there's a big fight between him and Kirk because he sees himself as a god, and uh... oh, I've got no name. Elizabeth Denner. <laughs> yeah, Denner. she um. She basically saves Kirk, doesn't she? <coughs> yeah, with her own powers. Mm. So, oh, I mean, just uh, an amazing episode. For and the only episode to see Type 3 phase of Firefall. Yep, and it's, for all you ladies out there, it's also, I believe, the first episode where you see Kurt's shirt getting ripped. One oh, of, I reckon that'd be the last 20 minutes. Yeah. Phase of Rifle part. I yeah, it is. So, for all you ladies out there, you see Kirk's shirt getting ripped. One of many, many times in the series. I mean, you know, you always think to yourself, I mean, how many replacement shirts do you reckon he actually must have had in his quarters or something? <coughs> we got replicator on hand. Yeah, true. 
just knock out about 10 in one go. Yeah, probably. Might be needing these. <laughs> oh, yeah, another shirt ripped. All right, yeah, got another one on now, so. <laughs> so, uh, there you have it, guys. That was uh, obviously our sexual mind clips. So, uh, we hope you enjoyed listening to that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, as you say, I mean, we know we say this every year, but it's always lovely just kind of listening back to our old stuff that we have and taking a very fond, nostalgic trip down memory lane and seeing where we started and where we are now. So, and I think it's kind of nice to kind of have that reminder every year, I think, isn't it? Yeah, that's why it's there. Mm. That's why we have staple episodes. It means that we don't have to worry about coming up with half-baked ideas. Mm. Um, and then we have a chance to actually look back over things we've done, things we may have enjoyed. Because we, you're on to the next thing so quick that you can't really enjoy what you've just done. Yeah, I mean, it's in a way, it's kind of... For us, it's kind of like... Taking a step, kind of taking a step back and taking a moment just to kind of reflect on things, because obviously you know we produce these what two a month. I mean, and there's obviously other podcasts I do probably weekly. So it's like do you, you know it's nice to kind of have that chance to kind of just sit back and just kind of look over that and just think, oh, you know, I remember this, or you know, this was a great moment, or whatever it is. And again, it's lovely sharing it with you guys as well, because as you say, a lot of that stuff is from stuff we will never will release so this is kind of the only probably chance you're ever going to get to kind of you know get a peek behind you know before we actually went live so yeah um so obviously our section two clips um do you want to start with your ones what what you what you chose um i've always quite liked the when did, when did, oh we don't actually we did that what a year ago what it means to be human yeah, I believe we so. Did that yeah, like a year ago. Cause I, yeah. I love that. I love the ending title. Where we just didn't. You couldn't get a word in edgeways. No. So you're desperately trying to get. I was finish tr- it. Yeah. And yeah. me and Phil just kept adding to it, and you're just going, just why, why guys, why are you doing this to me? I want to finish this. I think I, I said listening to. It, I just was in. I was in fits. Just it was just so funny. Um, and and it was me. You say it's all that thing what we do where it's kind of. Um, I don't know yet because it hasn't happened yet and it's like <laughs> they haven't told me and it's just like uh, so at this point I was like I'm still in the dark I don't know what's happening I don't know until I get told yeah um, and obviously your other one which is again I I knew you would pick this out because I think you actually said it actually I think you said it during the actual episode during yeah. the season review this is the bit I'm definitely going to take um, Drumhead I think that was something that spoke to me this year yeah so, because I think that's a, that's I think that's probably one of the longest clips you've ever given me. I think, isn't it? It actually might be about the longest. Ten minutes. That ten minutes. That, hmm. That's. I think that's half my time that I got given. Hmm. Well, I, well, I, I gave myself. I yeah, know, I like. mean, we have these guidelines, but we don't always necessarily stick to them. If it goes a bit over, a bit under, and we're that not gives fast. That's ten minutes. About nine. About nine, that. 40 isn't it? Something hmm. like that. I, I, and if that's the cut down version. Do you remember that? I think that was about it, beforehand. It was twenty odd minutes in yeah. its own right, and I cut I cut that in half. So even that's good going. I feel. Well, what I also realised is the fact that you said you I think you kept a bit in there for me when I talked about it, which I thought was really quite nice as well. I was, well, I, I found that it, if I didn't include it, it would be half the conversation. So mm. I had to put your. I didn't have to put it in there, but I wanted to put that in there because mm. I think it adds on to it, and you're kind mm. of going, "What about you, Simon?" And it. And I spout that all out because I think you had a rough, I think you had a rough idea, and then I kind of expanded on it mm. properly. And you yeah. went, "Yeah, that's 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 what I meant to say. That's that's it." Yeah. So I think that's why that was in there. I think. Yeah, and I think, and it's just like, oh, if I'm going to do this, I might as well go to town and just because I say it was 20 minutes. I managed to cut it down to 20 because the other 10 would have been just repeating what we've already said yeah. it's just trying to find the right so I said you to... cut it from 20 minutes to 10 and cut it in half but yeah, I think that I, I said that's, that was an episode you were very passionate to talk about so you know I can say, I can definitely understand why you would put that why you put that in there you say there's a lot of stuff in the episode that's going on and even today it's still very relevant but you know yeah so um, the clips that I chose I've actually got four clips <laughs> quite a lot um, but obviously, I think quite a lot, but shorter. That's yeah. what you always get with these sort of yeah. things. If you get not many clips, that's because they're probably quite long. Hmm. But if you've got lots of diddly ones, they're probably three or four minutes. Yeah. Piece. So, which is which is obviously uh, reflected here. So, um, 
one of the first ones I chose was um, I titled it Mental Health in Tin Man. So this one is a callback to our very first episode of this year in January with uh, Stephen from Geek Apocalypse. Um, hi Stephen. Um, and it was talking about uh, mental health in Star Trek. And well, some of this is a great topic to discuss with Stephen. Let's talk about mental health in Star Trek. And specifically, this one knows what. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, with this episode, it was me um, talking about Tan Elbrum. Tan Embrum. Embrum. I'm almost there. Um, and about his character, because initially I was kind of, I, I had the kind of mindset of, oh yeah, he acts like this because he's annoying. It's like, well, there's actually more to it. It's like, the reason he acts like that is because he is suffering from mental health problems. And it was kind of me, I said, very much sympathising, actually defending his character a bit against the main crew, because they kind of, the way some of them treated him, I didn't like the way some of them, particularly Riker was treating him. And when he actually calls them, when um, Town Elbrum calls them out on it, I was kind of like, yeah, you deserve that, Riker. So that was kind of just a bit of a, kind of a revelation. Simon, as you predicted, would actually happen, didn't you? Um, the next clip, um, we shuttle or transporter episode that we did, um, and this was specifically. That's what I called it? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Rather than shuttle or transport, because that would have been a bit rubbish. <laughs> if I come up with that. Um, so this was like a hypothetical. What would you rather use to to um, to travel, shuttle or transport? Explain. It said your. No, you go for uh, it, James. Um, so in that one, obviously, you know, I think it's it get small transport. So have that. Use a shuttle if that's your preference. But you've got a transport there just in case you need to use it. So yeah, there's that one again. I just thought it was a nice little moment. Um, my next clip was. Um, <laughs> The Slow Train Doors. This one was back, um, actually, just this summer when we went to... Um, um, the Sci-Fi Palooza. Thank you. The King's Langley Sci-Fi Palooza, yeah. if you want to go. For Trekmates, so Wayne and Jude. Hi, guys. Um, and this was out on our journey back where the... the well, it was both. I was think. it both, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I got annoyed on the way there and yeah. then got really bloody annoyed on the way back, but yeah, it's... Uh, the 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 London Midland train doors just like the slowest most inefficient doors ever. Yeah, this is our complaint of the year. I think. Yeah. Uh, so you got me and Simon. We have a trivial complaint every year, but I think this year yeah. it's the, those. So things. It, it was us kind of complaint. It was almost about what three minutes, I think it was. <laughs> and then we also made a ridiculous compar ridiculous but I think accurate comparison to the C to C train doors, which open a lot me. more quickly. Me echoing my inner dad. Yeah, so that I just thought was such a silly. I think if I hadn't have gone for such long clips, I think I'd prove yeah. something similar. So I yeah. think I saw that and this went, mm, yeah, I can see why. Yeah. <laughs> so just again, a very silly kind of see like a trivial thing, but we just thought again, it was just a fun thing to include. Um, and the last one was our TEP challenge. Uh, that was specifically the intro. Um, this one I chose. I, don't, I think I kind of like the introductions. I pick a lot of intros, I think, don't I? I think I've noticed I that. always choose endings. So yeah. Kind of... Yeah. Um, I chose this because, well, you know, TP Challenge is something we hadn't done before. And um, obviously, you know, we had to kind of... I think you did a really great explanation of explaining what it was all about. I think that's what I, why I chose it, because you just gave such a good, clear explanation of what it, what it was we were doing. And obviously not forgetting when you said, oh, I'll be choosing these and giving them to Jamie. And you go, ah, you might think I'm cheating, however. You know, so I think that was kind of why I picked that, really. So Yeah, probably going to rework that a bit. Here, Jamie, here's 100 sold <laughs> ships. Have fun. <laughs> But I think next time around, I think. But yeah, but I think... I don't think, in terms of fairness, it was a little bit wonky, but I think it's as fair as I could make yeah, it. Yeah, at that time. So, I mean, I think. you know, and, and I think in a way, it was kind of, for me, I think it was kind of like a, uh, like a tribute to you, because you put so much hard work into that. Do not, don't forget my chance cards. And your chance cards, yeah. Because I think that is actually in the clip as well, yeah. where you explain about that. So, um, so, yeah, those are... I think that's it, so... Um, yeah, we've got everything in there. Yeah, we've got. We really have got a good nutshell in that one, <laughs> so, and all vaguely decent quality, which is nice as well. Yeah, even it said even the old stuff is actually well older stuff. I should I say that we might pick from a year or two back, still quite good quality. So um, yeah, we hope you enjoy section two, guys. Yeah. Yeah, and then obviously the journey home. Oh God. Well, let's start off with London. Uh, let's start off with the journey. It was it was fine. But you had an you had a big issue with something, didn't you, with the train? 
Oh yes. So, do you want to tell? Or do you no, want me to? Yeah, you go for it. You go for it. Something that's always bothered me. I think I'm, actually I might have maybe mentioned it in the last one. I can't quite remember if it was an issue back then or P- not. Possibly, but you can say it again anyway. I don't think people well, will mind. That slipped my mind actually. I know you talk about me having a bad memory. <laughs> Just joking. Do you want to? say oh the doors my god the doors <laughs> on the london midland trains are horrendous what well, it's slow they're, they're just, just bloody slow, slow. Like... literally you press the button and literally you've got to press it a couple more times and literally they just they just take forever to open and yet compared to the c to c doors they're a lot smoother even just like that oh these you ones sit there and go did you hear me i, I, I want to get on i want to get off yeah. just like so you just sit there and go in your own time just <laughs> I'll wait here and I just I got in a bit of a rant I think on the way back there on the way back I think I got on a bit of a rant and by the time we came into what Houston hmm. I got on I went into very very much dad mode didn't I as I usually say it talking about efficiencies and crap like that and you just <laughs> sit there and I think Joe just sits there going it just sits there nods away and just like hopefully this ends soon but it's odd thing is you actually agree with me a little bit and sit there and go yeah. why when trains companies are all about efficiency we must save as much time as you can we can't well, time what... is money all this sort of thing and then you have these trains that are the slowest doors ever bloody invented when you've got C to C where it's like we're at a station open the doors so, and they'll open I doubt, I doubt this but if London Midland trains are listening you need to sort out your bloody train doors otherwise you're fine whereas like their one is just like you arrive at a station, you wait for the button to say, hey, you can open it now, but you sit there for, what, 30 seconds? So you open it, and then even opening, they go, slowly, slowly. They kind of start off slowly, then they kind of they speed up a bit once you get to... Anyway. But I just got annoyed by that point. It's just like, bloody doors. Bloody doors, just and open. Then... Hello, welcome to this edition of Engage Podcast. I'm, of course, Simon. And I'm, of course, Jamie. Don't know what I said, of course. But anyway. <laughs> um, and this week, which is something that we were going to plan for before I went away at the beginning of May, but I got my act together and got it all sorted at the end of when would you say end of February? End of February, January, maybe. And we decided, sod it, let's move this let's forward. Let's move it forward. Let's not have all that assets lying about for two months doing nothing. Let's Get do dust. it. Doing it. Um, so, as you can tell from the titles, it's the TP challenges. Engage podcast challenges, and as I once described it to Jamie, and as I put in the, and Jamie will probably put it in the blurb. I don't know. I can't talk for his one, but at least on the, on the I'll blog, do what I can. It's I've said in it's it's true. It is a quiz on steroids because our old quiz was three questions. This is thirty questions each, and included in and on our specialists, I should say that. So Jamie, it's episode blurbs. Yep. Minus discovery because I still think that's too fresh and a bit kind of you wouldn't know it. So that's so included is original series, animated series that we've included in that. Mm-hmm. Next gen, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and Enterprise. Yeah. So six series, and it's the same for me. Six series worth of ships. Yeah. Now here's the proviso because this is where it gets complicated, but this is the best way that I could see it happening. Unless you want to explain it, or do you want me to do it? Go for it. <laughs> you want to roll? Don't want to interrupt that. Starships. Jamie knows, as it may have proven in the Starship episodes or episodes, I can't remember how many we've done. Little, very little. Like I said, st- Starships has never Literally been my forte. Nada. It's like vague idea of lineage of Enterprise, but that's about it. Maybe a few handful of other ones, but that's about it. So, in the odd oddity of this episode, I actually had to compose my own questions. Now, I know at this point you're probably going, oh, I am expecting you to get 30. Well, I expected that and covered it for it by going, well, why don't I do, why don't I prepare one and a half quizzes for it? One and a half challenges for it. So I, for me, it's 45 we did, four, we, I found 100, I've, oh, good almighty, word soup. I, I chose 45 ships and from that, Jamie, I would shove the forty-five at Jamie, and, and Jamie cho- Jamie has chosen on his own without me. About yeah, I've picked thirty. I've picked thirty, 30 out of those out forty-five, 45. with a mixture of alien ships and Federation starships. Um, and out of this, this is where it gets amazing. 
from my huge vast network of my database this is 45 were chosen from 117 that I already had organised um, and that took Simon a while to, to narrow it down and pick exactly it wasn't a quick oh five minute job I'm done Simon has invested a lot of time and energy into not just choosing that but making up the cards uh, and everything so um, you know on top of that we also have a couple of lifelines which are yep. the get out of question free cards which I have well I was going to say professionally but I've spent time making and they if I do say so myself do yeah, look quite good because yeah. they do look quite like Monopoly yeah we said that before we started didn't we um, yeah. would you like to explain what the question mark on the card is made out of or what it looks like what it's formed of oh yes because I'm quite proud of that took a bit of fiddling but hey, what is that actually formed of did you actually tell me I think you probably it's made of um, starships it's made of starships but so... what's it in the what's it in the shape of is question a... mark Oh, so, oh, right, okay. Haven't you realised? I have now, yes. I can look at the closer at the cards. <laughs> um, yeah, Simon said made out of starships, which I think is really cool. And what these cards do is if we don't know an answer, we can say, hey, can I use can this card? You can hand this over to the other person. And you get a point. You you get it. For, you get the answer yeah. right, no questions asked, and then the yeah. other person can go, this is what it actually was, but you've handed that in. I myself kind of... I've suffered from kind of mental health problems like in the last couple of years, kind of emotional trauma, people that I've lost. So I've kind of come to kind of empathise with people that are suffering through it or have suffered through it. And it's definitely given me a new perspective and an understanding on a subject that I never, to be honest, never really thought much about before. Um, but whereas, you know, before in terms of me going through it and just generally, just generally watching Star Trek, I mean, you know, some of the episodes in there, like one in particular, um, the episode Tin Man in Next Gen. That is a prime example of an episode where a character is going through mental health problems. And before, I mean, this was years ago. This was back when I was a young, naive teenager. You know, this this guy, um, Tamon Brown. Thank you. Always forget his name. I always forget his name. I always do. Thank you, Sai. That's why you're here, Sai. <laughs> to help me with things like that. Um, but you know, when I first watched the episode, I just thought oh, this guy's annoying. That was that, that was that was my whole kind of thoughts on it, and I just thought, you know, and I come and you know, it was just like, well, there is a reason why he's actually, you know, the, re- the why he why he acts the way he is because he's got he's got mental health problems. That's the thing; it's you only realise that. I think I've said it before, and I think it came to head that in the last year in our season mm. review, where you kind of went, actually, I see what you mean now, Sai. Yeah, you are it's got to a thing here. It's not just kind of. Oh, he's just being a jerk because of it. If you think yeah. you're well enough, you get why that happens. Oh, exactly. You know, and I think obviously, you know, I obviously, I, obviously, I, you know, I try and look at things with a lot more of an objective eye these days, particularly yeah. Star Trek. And obviously, again, experiencing what kind of the similar sort of thing, kind of like that. It's I, you know, I actually. I said, you know, I understand. I actually come to really sympathise with his character, and it was a point of actually where I was kind of actually. I was actually displeased with how some of the other uh, crew members were treating him. You know, kind of like, well, like for example, Riker kind of um, having those thoughts and talking about him, like kind of, and then he then he calls him out on it. And it's like, well, if you've got a guy who who you can't separate his thoughts. I mean, yes, okay, he chose to come on 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 the Enterprise, but if you've got a guy who can't, you know, organise his thoughts, you know, and he's got like a thousand thoughts at the same time, he's gonna be a little bit. It's going to be quite frustrating, a little bit, you know, on edge, isn't it? So it's like it's perfectly understandable. Mm-hmm. So and I mean, like, yeah. So I was just going to say just to reiterate that point, Jamie, is that's a great example of where, like I was just saying earlier, the mainstream media, and obviously in this example we're using Star Trek, can broaden somebody's understanding of something just by watching an episode. Yeah. So. Um... Was your idea? Yeah, so, um, well, this is, I said, literally just as we were chatting, I just thought, well, you know, so what would you prefer? Do you prefer, you know, if it, if we were, obviously, during that time, would you prefer shuttles and or transporters, and why? Well, which, well, I'll put the question back to you, which one's less riskier? <laughs> mm. 
and there's a bit of a trick to it. You know, I never answer anything easily. No, no. I'm a trick and I know, just, I know how your uh, de-risk mind works, mister. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Because <laughs> I can kind of get away with a bit of a cheat answer. Go on. I'd go by shuttle, because think about it, you've got an emergency transporter on board, so pretty much you can do both at the same time. Yeah. Well, my reason is I would I'd say shuttle as well, only because... I don't think you want to be incinerated and then new version. Yeah, your your was it your molecular yeah. structure? I said decom dematerialize and then materialize. It just doesn't sound very appealing. I think I think I would use it if it was a life or death situation. Like if I, if it was no other choice and I needed to use a transport, I would do. But I think I just prefer a shuttle personally. Just the idea of being in a vehicle, which we yes, okay, cars and but you know it's the same kind of concept of being in a station in place, driving or whatever, you know, particularly for you, because you, you drive. So, well, devil's advocate, I know people will be sitting there going, you do realise they are riskier in certain other risks to it. Say what if you come across from the warbird? Say you get geordied, you get Manchurian candidated and things hmm. like that. Not going to kind of... Yeah. There's not a lot you can really do about that, though, is there? Hmm. Mm, that's true. But I'd say, I'd still say overall shuttle, personally. Just for the familiar... It, it has got a transporter on board, so yeah. you kind of get two, two for, for one. Of one yeah. Yeah. So and they tend to go in quite handy when you're being chased by the Borg, trying to get your former captain, so... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so our answer would be shuttle, but, hey, transport if we need it, I think we'd say. I don't know, it's very difficult to answer when it's hypothetical, not real, not probably not going to exist, but no. it's quite... We're putting ourselves set ourselves in that time. Yes, yeah, so again, it's kind of the, the hypothetical we did with which series would it best be a Federation citizen, you know, based on what we know of that time. That's oh, a long time ago. It was, what, two, three years ago? One of the first things we did, I thought. Was it one of our teaser episodes, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if anyone is still with us, um, let us know your thoughts as well. We'd love to know what actually humanity means for you. Yeah, and we'll be back soon, obviously, with our season two review. We don't know when it's going out, though. Yeah, we don't know when it's going out. Yeah, I don't so. know. They haven't told me, so I don't know. I don't yeah. know what's happening with. The... <laughs> I don't know what's happening with the Beyond review, so I can't work out. I can't schedule yes, next month. Do be prepared to say it is going to be. It will come out. It will be the beat the first week and third week, or it will be like the second week and the fourth week. Something like that. Oh, That's what we normally do. July, yeah. But just be aware. Just so... stay tuned. Yeah, like the I'll first keep, one. I'll keep stuff updated like I usually do. Or those two might. I don't know. Yeah. If, like... they, feel, if they feel like it. Yes. <laughs> Finished? Yeah, because I stopped talking. Okay, cool. Hopefully. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, it is going to be, I said, like our first one, it is going to be a long one, so please do feel free to listen to it in bits if you prefer. Or not at all. Or maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's anyway. just think we've had 20 views on SoundCloud, so hey. Yeah. I said, you know, and said, it said there's going to be. Go season review. Yay. So it's going to be, you'll see, four of us, so, you know, yeah, Sarah. 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 I'll just, yeah, says so, so Sarah will be back with us, which is so we're looking forward to having her back on again. So, I'm going to come up with stupid stuff. Oh, I know you are, so I'm, I'm pretty I'm waiting for that, yeah. But you, Phil? What episode I don't know. is it? What episode is that? <laughs> no, it will be all ready. I will have everything done. Don't you worry, dear boys. Okay, Phil, okay, I'm going to test you then. Season 2, episode 16, what's it called? No idea. Oh, dear. Well, you still got a bit of time, so. What did I have for lunch last time we were around with Simon four weeks ago? <laughs> we had for lunch. Mhm. Pizza was it wasn't pizza, was it? No, we had pizza during that day. <laughs> Might have been pizza. We had pizza that day, so. Uh, we didn't so, have lunch. That was a trick question. Right, okay, uh, moving on. Yeah, I knew that, Phil. <laughs> so I said we had pizza at some... Including me, who cares what we did a few weeks yeah, ago? Because they're going to sit going, huh? Yes, I, I sat there going, who, who huh? Who cares how you can have an encyclopedic mind of every single episode in order? 
Well, I don't feel. Right. <laughs> then, anyway. Anyway, I think I should leave it there. But hmm? yeah, we hope you enjoyed. We should have probably left it about 10 minutes ago, but hey. Hey, but let us know your thoughts on what you think it means to be human. Nothing unusual uh, there. Yep, I think so. So. That's <laughs> <laughs> rambling there. That's what it means to be human. There you go. Us and rambling about nothing. No one has any ideas what the frick we're talking about. And acting crazy as well. Mm. Big part of it. That's part of the job. <laughs> Indeed it is. Indeed it is. <laughs> Hello, new listeners. Welcome to the randomness of the Engage podcast. The random, the random podcast. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. The original well, Engage podcast. <laughs> well, ne- next week we're going to be the tea podcast. No, the, yeah, the original. Yeah, again, they won't have a clue what you're on about with that either, Jeremy. Oh, no. If you're wondering, it's fair to... And cut. <laughs> just just end it. End it, Jamie. Okay, yeah. I've been Jamie. I've been Jamie. End it. Well, if you... Command the Jamie. <laughs> it's haberdashery. Notchy, goody, goody. Do, do your haberdashery, Phil, then I'll end it. Jamie, we cannot stop my haberdashery. <laughs> and as usual, I've been Jamie. I've been Simon. And I have been filled <laughs> in his smoking jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We... You know what we should do about the pool. <laughs> and uh, we, <laughs> hope you, we hope you enjoyed listening, guys. We'll be back uh, soon with our season two review of TNG. Bye. Bye. Just because someone has the bloodlines of an enemy <laughs> in their veins, it doesn't mean that they are guilty. Mm. Everyone is innocent until proven guilty in a court. Yeah, before. that's what I didn't like about them. And it's the same with Wolf. Wolf gets thrown under the bus for no apparent reason either what I love is Picard's quote which just sums up the whole episode with the first link the chain is forged mm. first speech censored the first thought forbidden the first freedom denied chains us all irrevocably the first time any man any man so referring to Tarsus Freeman is trodden on we're all damaged and obviously yeah, again, I, just, I love that line it's such a so well written that mm. You, you know, you could probably say that in field of court. I'm, I'm sure I wouldn't like to try it, but I think it's such a well thought through statement that mm. it would get people thinking. And I think it. And the other odd thing about that is, it's true. Scaringly enough, it's mm. true. And it's just yeah. like, oh, you know, humanity. Really? Are you kidding me? Like we go, you know, don't this thing exists, still exists and people have to go through a sodding thing just for mm-hmm. just because someone's not happy with what's going on or whatever, it's just kind of it's because of the status quo it's, yeah. it's sad, it really is sad that mm-hmm. I've, I'm in a, a position of power, I can treat whoever I like, however I like it's like no, that's never a good place to get yourself into. No. You know that's that's why I kind of pride myself being hopefully down to earth and kind of being fair and objective and try not to take too much for granted and as you being say, as it's, honest as I can be. And it's, as you said before, say si, you said you've you've you've. You, you kind of said the values and kind of principles that Star Trek has kind of hints at. You try and said you try and apply to your daily life, don't you? I try to. I mm. I, I admit sometimes I do. I don't do it properly, and I still fall into the twenty first century traps that I think we all do. I say one of them. I, I always try and not do. It's a very masculated world, isn't it? Mm. So your innate thing is to say he did that or that sort of thing when surely it's probably best not to presume that it's a he yeah you have to sort of say they that that is actually that. Saying, it's that, that sort of thing it's interesting that you bring that up because that actually is one of the, the problems i have with a, a episode we're going to do shortly the host but i'll get on to that i'll get on to that when we do it so um, it's an episode that i absolutely yeah. love because it's a brilliant episode in here but the things behind it are just so Frustrating that it's like because it parallels real life so frighteningly similar. Unfortunately, yeah. yes. Mm. More and obviously, so than ever, it's just like in the world mm. we live in, people are kind of 
this all worlds revolves around me. I don't think I put it in there, but it's the world revolves around me. I don't agree with what what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have an argument with you now for no apparent reason. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't like you. Well, so well, it's Romulan. Does it matter? Mm-hmm. Not yeah, really. And... He's done nothing wrong. Sure, exactly. he lied a bit, mm-hmm. but. And that's because that that will haunt me. He for does the rest his, of his job. Life. Yeah, it's mm. like no need to be thrown through mud for what is essentially a white lie, mm-hmm. but a white lie that's got blown bloody out of proportion. It's like you know, oh well, he may have had a, a help sabotaging the ship. Is there any evidence? No, well, we'll assume there is, and it'll probably be him. Well, he's got a Roman ancestry. There we go. Well, damn you now for it. Oh, it's just oh, bloody woman. But again, Gene <laughs> Simmons just. And that's the interesting couldn't thing. Couldn't be that. any. Couldn't have chosen someone better for the job. You really couldn't. Because that's the thing, kind of. You know, just because they have the bloodlines of it doesn't mean that they are. And you know, you shouldn't assume it. And. Oh, and, but as you said, this is the sort of thing that's happened before. I mean, look at um, Balance of Terror. Look at the way that that officer reacted to Spock. Oh, he's Vulcan. They're sharing ancestors. Yeah. yeah, oh, he's Vulcan. Oh, he's sharing a common ancestry. Oh, he must, be a, he must be a Romulan. It's like, no, he's not. This is just making my life harder for trying to choose one. I think I know yeah. what they are, but it's just trying to choose between, um, I think, two. And the, the other the other, the other message I've got, which is your old adage one of, don't trust admirals. <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot about that. And you said that a few yeah. days ago. And damn, yeah, I missed that one. But yeah, it's don't just, trust admirals. <laughs> I didn't. I think part of the thing is I I missed it, but I didn't think it quite fitted with this one. Normally, when yeah. you say that, it's more because like, not every not it's thing like is not Javison like in season one where it's like, sure, you both have weapons, have fun. Whereas in this, it's more kind of she's more sneaky, which is oh yeah, it's, yeah. sure it's still bad, but it's not. Well, on the same as, level as causing people to die it's more imprisoning as, sure it's bad but it's not as kind of genocide or mm-hmm. of the whole planet so that's partly why I don't think I put it but yeah I can I can see why you, why you put that down Jamie and good on you for catching it when I didn't thank you <laughs> um, so um, what messages did you get them from the episode I got mostly the same ones I have done throughout the whole thing but again they've got a lot, a lot of meaning in this one than they do in any other don't contradict yourself. You never know when it might cause problems. As I say, it's kind of all about this law, and then she starts going, "Oh no, you can't say it. You're not allowed to." And you kind of go, "What?" Again, it's one rule for one rule for me, and one rule for the rest of us, kind of thing, isn't it? Uh, treat people how you like to be treated. Life is there to challenge us physically and mentally, and I think that's more mentally in this this one. But uh, tell the truth. Honesty is the best policy. So that's where Simon Sarsi should have just went. Yeah, okay, Romulan rather than Vulcan. Be yourself. Don't change yourself to appease someone else's wishes. And that that fits quite a few people in this one because it's like, um, it's like Wolf, and I think it's like Simon Tarsis and it says mm. quite a few people take responsibility for actions. That's Simon Tarsis again. Don't jump to conclusions. Find out all the facts first. That's kind of the inquiry into him. No matter what you do, tell the truth will always be found out. So Simon Tarsis, logic is king. Power corrupts absolutely. Don't jump to conclusions. Accidents and mistakes happen. It's how we deal with them that's most important. Because again, you got to bear in mind that the walk will blows up, and we kind of forget about that because that happens in the first few minutes. Um, sometimes there's there's nothing to be found. I think I said that earlier. Oh, how the mighty fall. Uh, guilt is a powerful thing. Every decision you make has its consequences. If you want to prove something, make sure you have evidence to back you up, which works in with don't be prejudiced against a certain group. So it's like, alright then, he's got Roman ancestry. Prove that he's done something wrong. Huh? Go on then. Prove it. Oh wait, you've got nothing. Oh, there you go. Drop the case then. Oh wait, you won't then. Okay nope. then. On you go. Oh well, you've made a huge mistake. You've gone against guess who? Picard. Who kind of? Again, it's him in a courtroom. You don't want to do it because that no. Well. And as she says, oh, I've been, I've brought down bigger men than you, Picard. It's like, no, you have no. But that, that's time. the thing. He has created law with his thing in 
measure of a man. And then say earlier in the season he got Ventax two out of um Ardra. Ardra's agreement contract. So it's like are you sure you really want to do that? And I'm sure there's a few other record cases, but they stand out to me. So it's just it's one of those episodes you can't not put up. Put up, yeah. And oh, talking about it, it's made it even worse trying to decide which one I want to choose <laughs> because I think there's two in there. I think you maybe have to work out what they are, but oh, that's going to make life interesting later. But that's well, that will actually if you look at it, we haven't got that much long to go, so we've done all oh, right. Okay. But yes, I just, fantastic episode, um, Jamie. Um, say. Just the same as you, I said, absolutely fantastic episode. It's frighteningly, it's kind of frighteningly realistic how close it is to real life today. And it's said, yeah, it's nothing more you can really say. Just and even though it's kind of quite a weight, word, word weighty episode, it doesn't come across that yeah. way. It's incredible how they do that, but I don't think they use too many legal words and crap like that in mm. there. It's all very face value it's everything is what you it's everything you see is what you get yeah yeah so there you have it guys that was obviously um our section two clips well well i say our final section of clips um so yeah i mean i said overall i think i said it's been definitely has been an interesting year we've had uh obviously quite a lot of you know we've had our ups and downs i think haven't we throughout the year i know it's been a particularly uh tough year for you a bit of size isn't it yeah well it's been a year of change but yeah so um you know in more ways than one and i said not always not always bad because i said you've actually it's been lovely for you this year said you went to australia for a few weeks which is you really i think wanted and needed um so you've got obviously a nice little break and i think you came back a bit more relaxed and stuff didn't you yeah um and then obviously you know you've obviously i said it's been my first year of a running the podcast from September till well, till now obviously um, and again I said there's there's been up and downs and I think for my first year I don't think I did too badly uh, I think it could have gone better but it could have gone a lot worse so um, and yeah I mean it's been interesting because I think for me it's kind of I've never seen myself as a kind of in a leadership type role kind of thing overseeing things yeah you and responsibility and things like that don't kind of <laughs> No, I mean, authority and yeah, I it, that's that's for someone else to be doing, and if yeah. you to kind of do it, I think it's a bit of a wake up, bit of kind mm. of. I think it's pretty good because I must admit, you know, I've you know, but it said I've had you to guide me, and I, I, I'll just, I want to take this moment just to talk, just sort of thank you for all the advice and everything because I said I, I wouldn't have got this far about this, side and I really, really do appreciate it, even more so because when you when you've been doing it, you didn't have this, you on your own, you didn't have a mentor to guide you so I've been extremely fortunate to have you as a sounding board um, and heck I said even even um, you know and I also want to thank your mum as well because she's also helped us a bit I think as well here and there giving us a good bit of advice on stuff isn't she yeah. so uh, so thank you Pippa um, so yeah I mean I said I've enjoyed said it's, it's been up and down I mean I, I particularly loved it sounds I said morbid saying this I said this in absent friends but I really did enjoy going through the absent friends list as I said as you said it's kind of it's a bit morbid because it's people that have passed but at the same time it's really quite interesting so that was kind of one aspect I quite enjoyed and I said we've produced some I said some fantastic episodes I think so you know um, I don't really think there's any more really I I, I need to I don't think I need to add to that I think so um, well, schedule's coming together for next year. Yeah. So that's all at hand as per usual. Mm-hmm. Schedule will be going up uh, beginning of next year, I'm assuming, I think. Because I usually do it. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, you know, the other thing as well, obviously, for Simon, I think it's, I think you're kind of looking forward to getting back into production. Because you said you've had a nice little break, but I think kind of, because I think editing, I don't think you editing I don't mind. mind I just don't know what I'm doing from next minute to minute with the way yeah. that Jamie's organised it all which yeah, has I, been a bit of a learning curve and I, I, yeah I I must admit I kind I of kind of like a bit of a structured routine which is yeah, why I do it I, I, for, for not the whole thing but there were there was a bit period where I kind of I jumped ahead a bit to 
to recall stuff and it got a, and understandably Simon obviously got a little bit com- simple minded confused and I must admit even I had trouble keeping up a bit but I think I, I think I was alright um, so yeah I mean that's the thing it'll be a learning curve for me next year I'll be doing this schedule a lot easier a lot easier a lot sooner because obviously I think this year got <laughs> you knocked it in about two weeks so I was like have you done it uh, no nope. should I have been doing it uh, yes so so that's one thing that I'll be getting to you, Mister, a lot earlier. Um, but yeah, we've got I said lots of exciting things for next year that will be in the schedule. I'll, um, I'm really looking forward to it. And I said I'm, I've actually already got for my half. I've already actually got ideas. I just need to pick which ones I'd really like to do and where to shove them in terms of order. <laughs> so I think I've got enough to last me at least a couple of years. Definitely at least for the next two years. So. Um, and I dare say the ideas you've also got is probably enough in there as well. Um, so yeah, I think I said that ends a, that ends a, another year for us. Um, as ever, hope you hope you have a, a merry Christmas and a happy New Year, and we'll see you on the other side and yeah, begin the show in, over again. Yeah, and our first episode will be uh, was it gold shirts? Yeah. I think. Yeah. So finally, after a year, when we should have been doing it, but we didn't. Yeah, we'll do so that and it's a nice way to ease us back into 20, 2019. So, uh, yeah, one of many. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And then I celebrate after um, season review. Yeah, and obviously, you'll uh, be, I'll be, you'll be going back to me as well. So, yeah. So I'll be uh, running things from September onwards. So yeah. Yeah, uh, as Simon said, hope you have a fantastic Christmas and New Year, guys, and we'll see you in 2019. Bye. Bye.